Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a special guest joining us today, co-founder of Oxford, Ken Rushi. Welcome, Ken. Hey, hey Matt. Hey, Allie. How you guys doing? We're doing awesome. Great. Good. Great. So we wanted to kind of reach out to a special group of our listeners, um, our, our loved and beloved PT students. And uh, we know that you've been downloading our episodes. We see that. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to give a little bit more information Um on specifically PT clinicals. And if you are a newer PT student or someone who hasn't tuned into our podcast before, Ken has been a, a guest on our episode previously about what PT students can expect to get into the job force. That's right. And today we're going to kind of dig into the clinicals a little bit. And Ken serves as our ACCE. Is that, are those the correct letters, Ken? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> and what, is that, what, what does that say. mean? I don't think I know what that means. It is the academic coordinator of clinical education. Wow, Look at that, that sounds so yeah. official. Yeah. So, and uh, so Ken, you're overseeing all of our students and placing them, and I mean that's a lot, right? Yeah, we we really enjoy the student program, and um, we um, that's something that's very near to our heart is PT education and student education, and um, we are a niche, if you will being mainly private practice and being outpatient orthopedic and a lot of students are interested in that so we enjoy educating the students uh, we enjoy bringing the students on board and allowing them to see you know what it's really like in the physical therapy world when they get out and when they graduate and, and they are working so we like to give them uh, as much as that exposure as possible so they're able to kind of pick and choose what direction they want to go from a professional career yeah well so let's say someone as uh you know through their school for those that don't know through their school they select where they're going to go in their clinical or maybe the school selects if they're having a hard time and, and we get a request and we place a student then what happens for the student? What's the first step that they'll... They panic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah normally, we're a year out. So uh, several months ago, I had to fill out requests from certain physical therapy schools for 2022. And they have certain dates that wondering if we can take a student or not. And I tell them we can take one student, we can take two students, and then the dates are pretty much set. And then uh, things just kind of get quiet for a few months, and now it's starting to happen again where we have placed a student with you in May, June, and July of 2022. Mm -hmm. And they give us the student's name, and, of course, we know the university the student's affiliated with, and then that goes up on our radar knowing that we have a student. Um, I'll sit on that for a while, and probably uh, what I normally like to do is what part of Cincinnati is the student staying? And if the student is staying in northern uh, part of our Ohio area, you know, maybe north of Westchester, Dayton, then chances are they won't want to do the Kentucky 
drive, if you will, mainly because of traffic issues and that. So I try to work with them. Um, I try to encourage really good clinical for them and really good clinics that time of year, but I am sensitive to a little bit with the drive and that. So I kind of get an, uh, a feel for where they are staying and um, what kind of a drive time um, they would have. Um, and then um, I'll have that idea, and then as we get about six months out, I'll kind of start talking to some of our physical therapy managers. Hey, we have a student. Are you interested? And see exactly who's interested. Sometimes I'll place them, like if we have a Finley student, maybe I'll see if Dave Feely wants to take them because he went to Finley. Same keep the, way with uh, keep Dustin. the alums happy, yeah. huh? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> with Dustin at Ohio University. Um, so it just depends on that. And then um, sometimes what we'll do is, uh, you know, kind of get an idea on that so we know where we're at. And then two months prior, they usually email me and mm-hmm. introduce, send a letter, what they're looking to get in their clinical, and then I'll send them our pre-packet of information. Yeah. So I'm sure when the students first think about going on clinicals, uh, they're probably nervous, anxious, but it sounds like even a year ahead of time, you're already planning for them to have an awesome experience. Correct. It's, it's, it's far out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And before they get here, what do they, do they know what to expect on day one? How do we uh, orientate them to that? Um, we send out a series of letters. One's a welcome letter. And it tells where the location is and what the hours are and who their clinical instructor is going to be and uh, uh, parking and mm-hmm. lunch and all those kinds of things. Yeah. And then we do have a student orientation checklist, which they do in the first week. And uh, that's where the clinical instructor will go through things with them about what to expect from the clinical and they have an orientation and for the first several days they do a lot of observations also we'll send them information on it's called student opportunities throughout oxford and let's say maybe one of them might be a little more interested in manual therapy mm-hmm. and they could very well be placed with a good manual therapist but maybe they want to see some other things and then we can let them go to another clinic for a day to get some of that expertise maybe it's aquatics maybe it's industrial maybe it's uh, orthotic training things like that uh, that they want to do and then of course we'll send them a dress code as far as what their dress code is so they pretty much know coming in exactly what's expected of them um, I'll get a lot of questions from them they'll email me do I need this do I need that and I'll take care of that so uh, then they kind of show up and then they get started yeah so it's not like back in the old days I remember a clinical I went on my I showed up and my CI was on vacation and the receptionist handed me a schedule and she said you have 21 patients on today and -and so-and-so will be back next week it's a little different now huh it is a little different now (laughs) and that's that's a that was a good experience for you you kind of sink or swim real quick but no they have a pretty good idea and uh, you know we get their schedules going most of our students are in their last year so they're very very well prepared so they can pretty much get into it very quickly and, and get going and in all seriousness, we do really um, try to encourage students to come towards the end of their uh, education because our patient load and uh, is rather complex, and we do a lot of direct access. And so there we have kind of learned exactly I had to throw <laughs> direct access in. We have kind of learned sometimes the first uh, affiliation or first rotation maybe isn't the best 
uh, place for our students and in, in our clinics. But those final students seem to do really, really well. Yeah, they do. They get a lot of great experience because yeah. they can jump right in and get it going. Well, they spend so much time. I feel like, I mean, I'm not a PT student or have been, but they spend so much time in the classroom, you know, learning with what dummies or each other, and then they get into the real world. So I feel like sending all this out, they get a pretty good picture before they even walk in the door. They do. Um, They get a really good picture before they walk into the door. And um, those last years get, they get experience outside of patient care. They see what the insurance world's like. They see what the reimbursement world's like. They see how you need to try to schedule patients to uh, uh, have a really good routine, if you were, or a really good focus and, and not, not mm-hmm. overload. So they learn a lot more than just how to treat that shoulder, knee, and, or spine. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, some of the other exciting things that a lot of our students get an opportunity to help with are events, right? Right. Uh, we do, um, and hopefully we're ramping back up with, uh, with the uh, COVID uh, somewhat going away, but uh, we do a lot of race events, mm-hmm. and uh, that way they can go there and they can do some injury screens. They can look at some injuries if some runners have some injuries and kind of get a good idea on how that process works. And then those patients will turn into direct access Exactly. And, uh, it's like we trained you guys. Right. Uh, and then they can actually see that patient in the clinic then and get them started with physical therapy. Yeah. Building relationships right as a student. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, uh, you know, some of our students have turned in to be some of our employees and those went on to be managers and partners. And so I think it's a great way for us to get to know the potential um, employee too on that affiliation. Yeah. We make sure that uh, early on we find out if they're interested in the Cincinnati market. And then, um, as they get going, we find out if private practice outpatient is something they're interested in. And then we make sure we get a resume from them. And, um, and then if they are interested, then, you know, we follow up with some, you know, uh, we're interviewing them every day, but we follow up with an interview and right. possibly make them an offer. And yes, we have hired, uh, we have hired many of our students because they have interviewed us being a student and we've interviewed them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great way to kind of get to know one another. And, uh, I mean, I think that, you know, from everything that we're talking about, I think the big thing, uh, to encourage someone going on an internship is, you know, really communicating with your CI, you know, because, as you outlined, there's lots of different opportunities for them to see other things. And, you know, there is that orientation process. But um, I think we really uh, have the opportunity to kind of tailor it and make it unique to the student, provided we know what they're looking for. Right. And that's to, important. We need get to, know. to test the waters and see if this is something that they actually want to stick with, because that's a that's a career right. you're building. Yeah, right. exactly. And I think that, uh, you know, we have so many talents in our system uh, it's great when we see students go out to spend an afternoon or a day looking at something else or in another clinic for, you know, a different set of skills. And, um, you know, time and time again, I hear from uh, students when I stop in the clinics and, and meet them, what a great affiliation, what a great experience they're having. And I uh, just want to give a tremendous thank you and shout out to all of our PTs who are our wonderful clinical instructors and do take the time to 
you know, teach our students. Yeah, so. it's work. I mean, as a physical therapist and you have a student, it's not like it's real easy and, uh, hey, you take the patients and, you know, I'm going to go play golf all week. Right. Uh, so <laughs> Take over for me. Yeah, there is teaching and, uh, you know, you got to work with them. But, uh, you know, um, the, the PT students are, are – very very mature you know they're 24 25 they've been around the block they know where they're at they know what they're doing very very professional so it makes it that much easier to kind of lead them through what we need to do and and what they need to see this all seems like such a detailed process that we go like we set up for these students um is this you know unlike any other are we just like hitting all the well i think that it's standard to have some of these components but you know Again, just because I go and do a lot of our job fairs at different universities in the area, and I do hear from them how much they appreciate our involvement in their student process, um, I think that we go above and beyond. And I think that, again, a credit to our PTs um, who are doing the clinical instructing. I think our con ed program of being so strong and our, a lot of our clinicians have so many special skills we have so much to offer to students. Yeah, and anybody who has spoken to Matt at a career fair, he's the one de- like getting all these details and writing down exactly what you need. He's reeling you right in from the, <laughs> the first well, meeting. Well, we're trying. You know, we want to we want to be able to provide great right. experiences. Right. That's awesome. Excellent. Well, Ken, thanks for sharing the information. We hope our listeners and our PT students are well prepared for their upcoming clinicals. Yeah, and if any uh, PT students are listening to this and you're interested in Oxford Physical Therapy, you know, feel free to send an email with any questions or anything. And, you know, we love working with you. And I think I think the one big opportunity that you have with a private practice is um, – you know, it's it's pretty much, you know, we make the decisions and we work together. We don't have to kind of drive it up the chain and drive it back down. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much what you want and uh, to make the best experience for you. And we don't have um, a lot of the corporate people or a lot of the administrative people kind of telling us what we can and what we can't do. So it's really a situation where we try to make you the best that you can be. You know what I think? I think we should get one of our PT students on the phone and talk about this and their experience. What do you think? I think we should. That sounds like a great idea. All right. Let me call one right now. Thanks, Alan. Hold tight. Hey, Lauren. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Lauren, for being on the call today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What school are you from? So I am a third-year physical therapy student at Methodist University, which is in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, But I'm originally from Cincinnati, and I did my undergraduate at Miami University. Okay. Awesome. And when you say third year, tell our listeners that may not know, what does that mean? What is third year? (laughs) Is it nine years? Is it two years? Tell us about that. So this is my last year of PT school. I finished up pretty much all of my um, clinic or coursework, and now I'm just working on the clinical part. I do have eight short weeks of class in the fall, but um, pretty much all clinicals from here on out, which is exciting. I was going to say that's so exciting. I bet you're super excited to almost be done. And finally getting to do what you've learned about all these years. That's awesome. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Now getting to apply it, which is really fun. I'm enjoying it. Good. Well, we spoke with Ken a little bit earlier talking about um, what we do for PT students to get them ready. Um, We just want to know a little bit about your experience, how you found Oxford and how things have been going since. 
Yeah, so I actually volunteered with um, Oxford at the Oxford location when I was at Miami, and that's how I kind of heard of Oxford. And then um, when I was looking to do my clinicals, I wanted to do them in Cincinnati near my house. And so I was like, ooh, let me look into Oxford again because I just really enjoyed how things ran there. Everyone worked well as a team, and I felt super comfortable there, even when I was just volunteering. Um, And then before my clinical even started, Ken had reached out to me and given me kind of some documents and things to help me feel more welcome and comfortable on my first day. So I really appreciated that. Oh, good. So being from out of town, were those documents and all the things that uh, we were given to you guys in communication, were those, did those help you feel prepared? And Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, you know, I was a little nervous for clinicals, um, especially since I was in North Carolina, but having those documents and materials kind of helped me feel more prepared even from a distance. I could kind of get things together um, and then kind of figure out what the expectations were for me so that on the first day I came well prepared and much more comfortable. So I appreciated it. We love to hear it. Good. What's the biggest thing that you were nervous about beforehand on your clinical and now you're like, oh gosh, that was so silly. I shouldn't have worried about that. Um, I'm trying to think. I was probably, I don't know, I was probably nervous just for, um, just the regular work schedule. Um, Uh you know, it's much different from school. In school, I have class, obviously, all day, but this was going to be much different, you know, working 40 hours a week, basically. Yeah. So I think I was nervous for that, um, but everyone at Oxford made it so fun to come every day. Everyone that works here was very welcoming, and I really appreciated that. I just felt super comfortable even during my first week, and then each week I just got even more comfortable, and um, I enjoyed coming here every day, so it it was really great for the past 10 weeks. I enjoyed it. Awesome, and how has your CI um, kind of adjusted your pace and workload so that you're challenged but not overwhelmed. Yeah, so my CI, Chris, which shout out to Chris. Shout out Chris. Yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. Um, he kind of helped. Is me. he giving you your final grade yet? Is this Uh-oh. why we're trying to butter him up, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Um, we, he helped me become more like independent every week, but it was, it was gradual. And then by the time like week nine rolled around, I just had grown so much from the first week. He was always there to answer my questions and everyone here, um, was always so supportive and willing to answer questions I had. So I felt comfortable if I did have a question, I didn't feel nervous or scared or anything. Everyone was super open to helping me out when I needed it, but I definitely just became more independent each week. Um, Just seeing basically more patients every single week until by the end, I felt comfortable seeing a decent amount of patients per day. So it was really great. Yeah. And how did you adjust with the documentation? Because I know sometimes that's something that students, you know, uh, wonder a little bit or have a little anxiety about like, oh, am I going to be able to, 
you know, get the computer system down and, yeah. you know, yeah. get a different system and process. Because every business is kind of different, right, with their yeah. reporting? Yeah. So it was definitely helpful the first few days. Um, Chris kind of showed me the computer system and then also how everyone does treatment notes and things like that. So by the end of the first week, I felt pretty comfortable with the documentation system. Awesome. And, you know, when I was documenting evaluations or things like that, he would always be there to answer questions for me. And so by the end, um, basically all my questions have been answered and I felt comfortable doing things pretty independently. So documenting evaluations, re-evaluations, things like that. And then with treatment notes, um, if I had any questions about billing or just what I should document, he was always there to answer those for me. But he allowed me to become more independent with those things. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's an adjustment when you first get into the documentation portion, but you just gradually become more comfortable with it as the weeks go on. Flying solo confidently. We love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Lauren. Is there any other words of advice? Or? Yeah. What would you tell a PT student who's listening who's a little bit wary about starting? I would just say be yourself, be confident. I think that's the most important thing. Um, you learned all the material, so now it's time to just apply it, and it's really fun. Um, I know it's hard to say, don't be nervous, but <laughs> it's really a fun experience to just apply everything that you've been learning in school. So that would be my biggest advice is just be confident. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Lauren, for sharing your experience and enjoy the rest of your clinical. Awesome. Thank you so much. Luck. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome. You're welcome. Great talking. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!